0: Do I need to be closer?
1: No, I think you're good. I think we wanted a little bit of separation so the mics can kind of individually pick us up.
0: No, no, meaning my face. Um, so the industry standard is
1: six inches usually. Um, Only six. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, five I mean, I mean, I mean I wait mean, a minute. You know, five <laughs> That's a standard that five no one can live up fine. to. So it should be like yeah. four. I mean, if we're being realistic. About six, that, they They're only, they're only mean, saying it's six. Six <laughs> is great. If we're going to be real, I mean, real quick on this cold open. Um, <laughs> I like how I'm identifying it as
0: a cold open. This definitely is not the cold open, if that's what you were thinking.
1: <laughs> we definitely did not plan this. I am so over the different sizes Everyone has their interpretation of what a small or a medium or an XL. I, I, we need to be on the same uniform. And mm-hmm. frankly, I would like clothes to be a little longer. I feel like there's a lot of almost midriffness happening that I don't appreciate. Because mm-hmm. there are some people that can pull a midriff. No one is asking to see my midriff. I could walk into the leather stallion and no one wants to see my, my, my midriff. So can we get... I, if I was elected president, my first order of business would be to have all the sizes of clothes <laughs> just all figured out world peace
0: solving America's real problems right (laughs) I think world peace is
1: that's like a universal idealism but I think we can get the sizing of clothes done
2: the things that really matter 100%
0: listen how hard is it to just give me the measurements as the size oh here's my chest measurement Mm -hmm. let me know the shirt's that wide
1: here's my handle here's my spout handle it No one appreciates that as a nursery rhyme. Come on, little teapot. I'm little teapot. That's a great short and stout. Little teapot. Little teapot. Please welcome to the stage, (laughs) little teapot, with her debut single, short and stout. Welcome to Outdated with me, Matt Rebar. And I'm Mikey Sowers. And Mikey, we got a special guest in your house. In uh, and I'm house. not talking about your kitty cat that's walking all over the place. Uh, would you like to set up the scene today?
2: I would love to. All right. So on a very special episode of Outdated, we have a, a guest this evening with us. Oh. Their name is Arden. <gasps> yes. Welcome to, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast.
0: Hello, hello. I'm so happy to be here. Small clap.
2: A no. local celebrity... Oh,
1: local celebrity!
0: Oh, am I? Am <laughs> I famous? Does everybody know me?
1: It's really funny <laughs> the the words that we get for like people who like are known locally. Local celebrity. Have you heard regional celebrity before?
0: Ooh. I don't. Know I've been called think- a
1: regional celebrity. I'm like, what's a, like a region? Like, what is this like? Like the um, you know, Roman Empire regions? Like how mm.
0: a celebrity within the tri-state area, <laughs> <Wow>. tri-county celebrity. <laughs> <You're gonna see. laughs>
1: but um no we're so glad to have you but before we jump into why we wanted to talk to you and like you know learning more about your story Arden we have to ask the important question that we ask at the top of every episode which Mm -hmm. is how's your dating life going everybody oh fuck off (laughs) (laughs) not the first time I've heard that Mikey and it won't be the last so
0: has anything changed since the last time he asked you that question
1: no (laughs) are you even trying Mikey
2: I'm sorry I haven't had my phone in my hand. Like, because we just recorded an episode. <laughs> okay,
1: you're breaking the fourth wall, and I don't appreciate this. You know, I'm this so sorry. Once every Friday, it is now so we're trying to pretend that a week has passed, Mikey. All Friday, right?
2: February something. Thank you. you. Know?
1: Well, yeah. I'll tell you what I've been upset with this since the last week that we recorded um, Facebook dating. Has anyone used Facebook dating, or is it just me?
2: I've been on it like once or twice, but yeah, it looks weird.
1: Arden.
0: No part of me has ever wanted to give that a try. first of all, Arden, I think
1: you might be missing out. I think it's an avenue (laughs) worth exploring, but what i'm frustrated let with us, this week let
0: us know in the comments should i be on facebook dating everybody
2: comment below
1: comment on this podcast that you are listening to digitally in your car
0: wait you can do that can't you no. oh yeah they could probably okay. do that
1: probably yeah, I'm, not, I'm not gonna tell them how to do it because i feel like there's me i of don't know how to do it slide into
0: my dms and tell me if i should be on facebook dating Ew. so no i can please don't i have a lot of
1: qualms with it i will say yeah um the first one is the like speaking of regions um it will say, okay, I'm from Cleveland and it will match me with people who are like in Alabama and Mississippi. And I'm like, in what transportative universe of America can I just date someone who's in Mississippi easily? Like, I feel like Mark Zuckerberg and his team don't really understand that it's not easy for a regular Joe Schmo to get to Mississippi from Mm -hmm. Cleveland. Right? Like, I don't know. Or are they that strongly believing that like, no, this person in Mississippi is perfect for you. Yeah, Not sure. But what I'm really frustrated with, and now have either of you explored? Because Bumble does this. Um, few of the dating apps do this, where they have like a friend option. Friend. And option. Either of you used like the friend option of the dating apps before, where it's like, use oh, it like to I'm find looking friends. for friends. Like, oh, you can you know you can date on Bumble, but you can have yeah. Bumble BFF and find your friend.
0: Have either of you used that before?
2: I have not.
1: Arden no. looks like I slapped your I- mom <laughs> over her grave or something.
0: Do I look like I need help making friends? No.
3: Look, I would just join a fraternity, here's, honestly.
0: Here's my, here's my thing. Yeah. I, think we can, I, I think we can all agree that friends kind of come and go much easier than dating has probably been for any of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can make connections with friends in so many ways. I don't want to find a friend on an app. Yeah. I want to make a connection with someone and figure out that I want Mm -hmm. them to be my friend. Yeah. Like.
2: I think it's situational because my sister is, uh, you know, she's also in her 40s and she just got a divorce. Mm -hmm. So she's in this weird place where she's also kind of dating, but she's looking for friends. Yeah. And she's looking for friendships. So, and she's a straight woman, so... But I think
1: Artemis... It's a good weird point. to... I, do, I think friends come naturally. I think forcing friends is a bit, yeah. like, gauche.
0: Or, like, even if you're looking for more friends... I mean, you could you could say this for dating, too, but you should be going to the places and the spaces and the events that you want to do with friends... Yeah. ...to find the like-minded people. Right. Yeah. You know, that it feels like it should happen more organically, so you're actually finding... Mm-hmm friends of value. Mm
1: So, the whole point that I brought this up was because – so, Facebook dating also has Facebook friendships. so you-
0: Okay. <laughs> As opposed to your Facebook friends. A, so, yeah.
1: So, so Facebook – not to right. be confused with Facebook <laughs> friends. So, but here's the thing. I thought there was, like, a separate item, like, a separate, like, list that you could see the friends. But apparently, when I get likes now, I'm getting likes mixed in together. Romantic likes and friend likes who are mixed together in the pool. And I can't tell until – you know, halfway through the conversation, I go, wait a minute, this guy's straight. Mm. Cause they're like, you know, it'll be like, ah, oh, you know, my kid and my, my ex-wife. And I'm like, what? Like, what are, what are we well, doing here? But like, well, not that like a kid, you know, but, I, but then they'll go, oh, I'm just and why are you on friends. Only. Well, and-, and well, that's the thing that Facebook is mixing the groups up. And so now I'm getting friends in my dating feed and I'm pissed. Like, yeah. no, stop it, Facebook. Stop it.
0: I will say, and maybe we'll get into this a little bit later. You never know what the actual intention of those men are because I end up with a lot of those in my DMs. But we'll we'll that's, we'll get into that. But point. like here's. But I don't want to yeah. see if
1: they're if they are genuinely looking for friends. I don't want to see them in my dating like match box on Facebook. Like get stop it. Put that in its own mm-hmm. category. So that's my latest frustration with my dating life. So Mikey, yeah, you're still nada. Nothing going on.
2: Still nothing. Yeah, I mean
1: you're like inertia you're just you're there like
2: in i keep referencing the first episode but it is big because where do we meet people like we've got spoiler alert
1: if you didn't listen to that first episode by the Mm -hmm.
2: way you should probably go back Mm -hmm. uh yeah you uh, what do we have like we have dating apps and we have bars and I'm not a sporty guy. So you could do the softball. Stonewall sports is not for (laughs) me. You should try. What if we did
1: dodgeball this summer? You and me. Should we do it? Uh, Would you?
3: Would you? Could you with a bat?
0: It is my absolute favorite. You don't have to be good in order to play. I just happen to be both. (laughs) Playing and good. (laughs) I think,
1: I mean, Mikey, I get where you're coming from. I, too, have plenty of like middle school PE like bad memories. But I don't know. I mean dodgeball could be fun. We'll see. Or what's a game that's very defensive, like women's basketball?
2: Yes, I will play women's basketball.
1: <laughs> it's a very defensive game. No. It's a very defensive game, no. It's like it's good. It's okay. not, not about running in points. I it's won't. about de- defense. Okay. Which is perfect for me. I can I can stonewall people, literally. Um <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Arden any um <clears throat> stories from the trench warfare of dating lately?
0: Uh, we were I feel like that's, that's gonna that, be actually. that's gonna be the bulk of the of the episode, yeah. right? It, oh yes. So
2: that is basically a segue into our <laughs> our okay. So our podcast is about kind of figuring out dating life, right? So we're kind of looking at dating as this thing that nobody understands, and for me, I feel like I'm in a strange place in my life. Mm-hmm. I've said this before, but I'm not in the 20-something category at the bar to date. That was lovely.
0: I wonder if they can hear that.
1: <laughs> I heard that. I think yes. the audio picked that up. That was For great. those
0: of you wondering, that was my neck.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, TLDR, right. if you're distracted. The my TLDR. E is not a girl, so, but not yet a woman.
2: Not a girl, not yet a woman. Anyway, <laughs> so trying to figure out how to navigate find, navigate the dating world. Mm-hmm. So in that we wanted to bring on guests who may be looking for like a relationship or something more, but are maybe having difficulties. Yeah. I don't know if this rings true to you, but what I would like to do is t- have you tell us a little about yourself.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we never actually gave, a, gave an answer to the celebrity reference before. So, my name is Arden. Yes. But if you're in the local drag scene here in Cleveland at all, mm-hmm. uh, my name is Betty Abottom, <laughs> one of the. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the fun part is, I didn't even come up with that name myself. Someone else gave it to me. <laughs>
2: it's like, what should my drag name be? Hold on. Oh, yeah. here's one, Betty a bottom.
0: It's kind of like. You, I don't know why he gave it to me. <laughs> I have no idea. It's, you know, it's It reminds me a lot,
1: too. Like, you know, you could call yourself a daddy, but you're not really a daddy unless someone
0: calls you that. Like, I you have to you earn that name. Like, nope, yeah, true, you know. Are you truly a bottom unless someone calls you a
3: bottom? <laughs> <laughs> this girl is a. <laughs> no.
1: I don't know what I am. You're a bottom. You're right. The end. I knew it. Three act <laughs> structure right there. <laughs> So, um, anyway, we were being so rude. So,
0: yeah. So, uh, I am a local drag performer here, which Mm -hmm. is a lot of my involvement in the queer community. Um, I'm also, I just started a new position in a hospital here in Cleveland. So doing that as my day job, I bartend on the side, and I'm here today because Mikey and I actually bartended together at the same bar before we,
2: yes, we did. went our separate ways. Yes, <laughs> A.K. Mikey was
0: like, I can't do this, and fled the scene.
2: Look, <laughs> I've got anxiety issues, so it was just not the right bar for me. I love bartending. It was just not for me. I feel
1: like you just gave the yeah. bar, uh, it's not you, it's me
0: speech.
2: Well, this, this episode is not about me, it's is about... This-
0: Is this the episode we find out that Mikey was the problem all along? (laughs) (laughs) It's me.
1: Oh, my God. No, not more Taylor Swift. She just being called
2: out on my own show.
0: Anywho. um,
1: So, yeah, Mikey invited you on, I think, because Mikey wanted to hear about your experience. Because Mikey and I, I mean, we're kind of similar. I mean, I'm a bear. You're a twonk? Otter. Twunky otter. Twonk
2: monger. Twunk, twunky
0: otter. Twunk monger? I said an otter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which I mean, is an I actual thing. Yes. You're no, tw- I know. You're no, tw- I thought you said monger. You're twa <laughs>
1: otter. Tw- yeah. Twa honor. Tw- twink hunk honor. And, um, Maybe a zaddy. But you have that? like a whole different experience than we do. You know, we're used yeah. to talking to guys and we, you know, we go through the same similar, you know, mask for mask and, mm-hmm. you know, the top bottom side debacle. Um, But I think your experience are a bit different And so we'd love to hear more about You know Why that is And of course who you are And what you identify as So Yeah
0: Yes yes So The big draw I guess Is that um, As you may have clocked earlier uh, I am Mm non-binary I use they them pronouns So I exist In the wider trans umbrella um, Which has Brought along Its own wealth Of Challenges and yeah. changes, particularly in the dating scene. Right. Um, when did and of you course come out? Being, oh, yes. Yeah, so I actually came out mid-pandemic. Okay. Really? Uh, yes. Yeah, so it's funny. The, um, for those of you who are newer to drag or don't know a lot about real drag queens, as opposed to, I mean, the queens on TV are also real, but it's a TV show. Right. Um, and a lot of people think of drag queens as a man in a wig. The drag queen to coming out as trans pipeline is very strong. Yeah. So I actually had my first drag show two weeks before the COVID lockdown. Wow. Wow. And so I just had to sit with that memory yeah. while I didn't have a job. Um, and then I also went through a really weird and dramatic breakup with the with my boyfriend who I was living with mm. when the lockdown happened. Oof. Uh, so... There was a lot of rethinking about sort of everything going on in my life at the time because I had nothing else to do but think for hours every day. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of hit me. I was actually making a post for National Coming Out Day, which is October 12th, okay. I believe. I,
1: I trust you more than me on that one.
0: I think... Um, don't quote me. I'm terrible with remembering anything. Comment to the section below. <laughs> Comment below. I've already come Actually, out. Actually, so it's track. October 13th. So. I'm losing all of my credibility with my trans <laughs> siblings. Um, you know, but I made a post for coming out day, and it was not supposed to be me coming out as non-binary. Yeah. But I started the post with, hi, my name is, insert dead name here. Yeah. I use he, him pronouns, mm-hmm. and I stared at it. For like twenty minutes, yeah. And then I deleted you, I'm it. I'm sorry to interrupt, yes. but
2: for for those of you who don't know what a dead name is, it's the name that was given to you before your transition, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yes. So
1: yeah, it's most- like when you're like a Pokemon and you evolve, like you you know you're no longer yes. a Ghastly, you're a Hunter or a right. Gengar,
0: which is probably <laughs> so name, really
1: simplifying it too. Right.
2: So the name <laughs> Arden you wouldn't call it a Ghastly, with,
1: you'd say this is my Gengar yeah. now. This is my new. form. So the case. name Arden was born
2: with was. It's called a dead name because we don't use it. Is that Welsh? Arden? Where'd you find Arden Arden. So
0: it's actually, it's, I believe it's English in origin, but when I was searching for my new name that I was going to go by, um, I both wanted it to be gender neutral, but leaning more feminine because I do consider myself a trans feminine person, um, obviously, or maybe not obviously, you can't see me. What you don't know me? Comment below. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted something that sounded a little more feminine leaning, yeah. but I also wanted to choose it based on aesthetics. Oh, and my last name is Druckenmiller, mm-hmm. and so I wanted something that sounded very Germanic. Yeah, and clicked with my last name. So to me, Arden Druckenmiller sounds like a German wood elf princess, which is kind of what my gender expression is. Love it. <laughs> Yes, yes. Yeah, love it. So you had that Facebook. You're at Facebook. And yes, I like, was. I was making this post. And I, you're like, no. I deleted the he/him pronouns. I put they/them, and I just started like welling up. Oh. Like I started tearing up, and I'm yeah. like, oh, this is. That's it. Like mm-hmm. this. Like, I kind of came out to myself in that moment, um, and so it's evolved a lot since then. At first, it was just the pronouns, and then the name change came because the further I got into it, my dead name didn't feel right anymore right um and then more drag happened and i realized like how much my drag persona was sort of like the almost three decades of feminine energy i had been suppressing wow um so betty definitely helped arden come out Mm -hmm. uh but it was a long time coming i know by i was i was called the daughter my mother never had my entire life and Surprise.
1: <laughs> Your mom was like,
0: what? I knew yeah. it.
1: <laughs> so when would you say that you became comfortable in this new identity? Because I, I feel like it's it's one thing to say, oh, this is who I am. Right. And then it's another thing to be like fully comfortable in that. Do you think that was kind of immediate or to take some months? Or do you still feel
0: like, oh, man, I feel like I still need more self-acceptance? Like, where are you on that journey? I was, I was going to say, does it does it appear as if I'm fully comfortable She's an actress. um, (laughs) But also, so we're not confusing the listeners, I will often refer to myself using she, her pronouns as well, because the drag queen persona comes out, just so Mm -hmm. we're clear, so you're not getting lost. Um, But I, and this will, I guess, segue into the rest of the episode, um, my biggest struggle is that with myself, Mm -hmm. I'm extremely comfortable and like I'm still exploring and I'm still learning things like yeah. I'm still going through this process like do I want to do hormone therapy? Yeah. Am mm-hmm. I am I presenting in public the way that I truly want to or am yeah. I just getting there? Yeah. So I've, like that's a day-to-day process and I mean we're learning about ourselves every day for the rest of our lives. Um, But what I've found is that in my interactions with other people, I still present the way I think people want to see me Mm. as opposed to the way I want to. And this will come into play as we get into the the anecdotes about dating. But I do a lot of, (laughs) it's funny. I say I do a lot of masking and that's supposed to be spelled with a K, but it Mm. could also be spelled with a C Uh, Yeah, where I present more masculine than I actually want to Yeah, because it makes me feel, I don't want to say desirable because that's icky, safe, (laughs) marketable. Yeah. Where there's, A lot of my experience is that Arden as a non-binary person is not as desirable or pursued as the person I was before I came out. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's almost kind of like you know, and it, it, it always goes back to like capitalism. But like, we almost have to be like, well, what's gonna sell? Like, what's gonna make us money? What's gonna be approachable to people? Like, in that image, like, what do people want from us? And unfortunately, yeah, I mean, I I definitely present myself as more masculine in certain rings when I'm dealing with certain people. Um, and it sucks that like, and it, sometimes it's not even conscious. It's so like subconscious. It's like mm-hmm. you know, with you two, I'm like, yes, queens, you know, pop off. And then you know, I'm with like, you know, people. <laughs> straight guys. And I'm like, yeah, bro. Um, and maybe, you know, it could be as simple as like, I'm just, you know, having fun with people. And, you know, you have those different relationships where, you know, you have friends who could be like, you're more like, yes, queen with, and but you know, sometimes I have to wonder like, no, are you really, like you said, are you masking it because you know, like mm-hmm. that'll get you more points or that's more favorable. Yeah, and-,
0: and it's, it's difficult because when I present more feminine, which is truly the way I would want to be like, if someone's gonna misgender me, it feels better to me to be called ma'am than sir.
1: Yeah. So when like you have to call like the uh like the, the cleaning or not the cleaning, but like the the uh the you know, <laughs> like when you're calling on the phone and they're like like it's customer service line for something, you're like, I would rather be called ma'am than sir by like the customer service yes, agent.
0: Yes, and which especially over the phone happens more than more than it doesn't because I have a very high voice. Um which is I don't think I said this before. I actually went to school for vocal performance. Mm -hmm. I was a trained classical singer before I sort of fell out of that realm. Uh, So I was doing like a lot of voice training, getting scoped by ENTs to look at my larynx, make sure everything was okay. Uh, Turns out my larynx is actually shaped more like a female's larynx than a male's larynx. Interesting. It lacks the bulk that causes like the chest voice in the male voice. So this isn't gay voice or affected or like a lot of... Transfeminine people will intentionally raise their voices yeah. to be perceived in that way. This is the most comfortable place for my voice. Yeah. Wow. So people think I'm a woman anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's great at work. I just, if I forget to shave, I just put on a mask. <laughs> and then, like, People will pass me in the hallway like, Oh, thank you, dear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. But along those lines, like I'll even find myself when I'm interacting with particular, I'm, I'm, mostly attracted to men, not exclusively, but yeah. for the most part. I, w- I would guess I would consider myself an androsexual where I, I'm attracted to masculinity. Interesting. In whichever form. Mm-hmm. But when I'm talking to people that I'm interested in, I will find myself lowering my voice. Oh. And it's not intentional. I'll just... I It's like a defense mechanism. Yeah, that sure. That yeah. I just instantly want to be perceived as... Someone you would like. So, I, yeah.
1: yeah. So, if you don't mind me asking, do you often, you know, when you're selecting on dating apps, like, uh, here, who am I? Who am I interested in? Are you trying to look more so for like gay, bi, pan guys? You know, do you, you know, happen to match with straight guys? Like, what's that dynamic like? Cause I'm just curious too when you said, like, no, I, my voice tends to go deeper when I'm talking to someone who I'm romantically interested. So, I don't know. You've kind of raised like this whole. Interesting situation, I
0: guess. Well, this is something I've been struggling with because largely I'm attracted to gay men because yeah. for most of my life, those are the people who were also attracted to me. Yeah. Um, which then became a problem because there is some sort of weird obsession that I've run into with gay men not allowing themselves to not date cis men. So, which, and that's a a very complicated conversation, um, but I feel like the identity of gay becomes more important than who they're actually attracted to. Yeah. Because my thing, and maybe it's just because I am a non-binary person, which being queer in many different ways, you sort of rethink all of these interactions. Mm -hmm. If I'm interested in someone, if I'm, intellectually physically emotionally attracted to somebody i cannot imagine myself saying but i'm a i'm a gay man so i'm not gonna date that person because i can only date a man like just the idea Mm -hmm. is what's turning you off as opposed to actually pursuing someone that you just want to pursue it's it's been something that i've run into several times where people will cut off something like they'll show interest they'll express interest but then won't want to pursue anything just because I use they, them pronouns and they don't know what to do with that, which blows my Mm -hmm. mind. But so I've tried to like, Oh, maybe I should just focus on seeking out pan bisexual men who where the, the gender conversation is not as much of a deal. It really shrinks your pool. Yeah. It really shrinks your pool. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of gay men will show interest, but very often, I mean, there are. The, I don't want to obviously overgeneralize. There are people who it doesn't necessarily matter to, but by and large, they're unaware of or ignore the fact that I identify as non-binary. Yeah, yeah. Um, like they just see me as another. They gay see man. you as
1: like a gay male who like presents yes. feminine yes. and not actually is like. No, 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 I'm I'm non-binary. Like to me, the gender spectrum is like not
0: like you know what I mean. Like that's yes.
1: a tr- I, that that sucks.
2: Yeah.
0: I also um, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead into another question, but oh no, jump. As you, you when jump. When you said because you mentioned like, are you trying to pursue straight people? Yeah. Um, oddly enough, this is there's two parts to this. Yeah. For Arden, I've actually run into a lot of straight people who were interested and very confused by me. Which to me makes sense because I consider myself a feminine person. I'm yeah. feminine energy. So when they're confused by that, it's like, oh, well, it's because I have that sort of energy that you're looking for. Yeah. Um, but then the, um, the anatomy of it all yeah. sort of throws them off. But I always put one picture of Betty on all of my dating profiles as a test. Mm-hmm. And it is insane how many more people will only respond to that one picture of me in drag Right. as opposed to me out of drag. And it's always mm-hmm. straight men sending me like a sweating emoji. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you in the tell- shower? Yeah. Too bad I can't
1: join you. And, right. just,
0: <laughs> and just like telling me how gorgeous I am. I'm like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, this is fake, right? Right. Like, like, this, this is a persona makeup. Like this yeah. is seven pounds of makeup and two inches of padding. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
2: yeah, that's a funny thing because I was going to ask you, like as you've been dating, like, um now I know you've had a few relationships Situation ships before, like
1: a few ships, <laughs> a few ships. While well, I've known you, you've been but, at the harbor, right? <laughs> <laughs> two, two. Two, two. <laughs> but,
2: All aboard. <laughs> so yeah, when you are running into these people who are into you, is it are they into Betty and are they fetishizing the drag
1: queen? So or they are? It sounds like, and maybe this could be something to go off of. They're either into the persona of Betty and like that yeah. really hyper femininity. Or they're trying to put you back into Mm -hmm. the comfortable, kind of more Masco, gay male version. Like, there's almost, like, no middle ground?
0: Is that? You know, I'm not really sure. I've, because I've thought about this a lot. This was actually the past, I've been doing drag now consistently for about two and a half years. Yeah. And this has been, like, a big internal dilemma for me, is that Betty... Even in person, gets hit on mm-hmm. more than Arden does. Mm-hmm. Part of it, I think, and I hope that you will agree with me. I hope it's not just me patting my own back, but Betty is a very pretty lady. I've never For seen. I Betty. agree. You've never no. seen Betty. No, Betty I've is only a very known pretty. You as Arden. So, yes. so, like a lot of the yeah.
1: t- at seeing you at Twist and yeah. you know you working, which you know, I mean, you know, that's a different. I mean,
0: You've never seen me Betty,
1: working. No, I've
0: <laughs> <not>. <laughs> Betty has picked
2: up some beautiful men before, especially at Pride this year.
0: Wait, let me do a, oh, quick, Google me do a quick
1: Google search. come on. Let I'm, yes. like, I'm like going to go on Google. I'm like an old man with a yeah. keyboard, like Betty yes, Abottom. For those of you
0: who are interested, it's Betty Abottom, D U M. Yes. I'm sorry, it's weird. I did not spell it myself. <laughs> but while you're searching, right. um, like a lot of drag performers, you're like, Oh, that's a drag queen. Yeah. And of course, I'm wearing more makeup than the average woman would, but right. I've really quickly fell into this aesthetic where I wear natural human hair wigs, and mm. when I'm fully padded, I'm only a women's size six, because I'm, if you, again, I'm let's give you a visual. Out of, I'm so small. I'm so small. So for for those of you who don't know me, I'm 5'5 five five out of drag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like... 135 pounds soaking wet So (laughs) When I'm fully padded and in heels I'm still shorter than everybody I'm still the size of a normal woman Mm -hmm. So There's this weird thing where People actually think she's Beautiful It's not
2: weird that people think you're beautiful. No, I am beautiful. It's
0: actually appropriate. They should.
2: (laughs) The hours I put into this, you better think
0: I'm
1: beautiful. Exactly.
0: (laughs) This is Fenty. (laughs) And of course, Betty's personality. Of course, it's me under all of that. Yeah. But Betty is so much. The things I've said to men as Betty... I would never say no. you're a man out of drag. Never. I will fully just walk up to someone, sit on their lap, and yeah. be like, "I think you're beautiful," and they'll right. kiss me. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's had it has happened multiple yeah. times. And Arden could never. No. Arden could never. Do you think
1: it's because you're in character, and so like you're, and this is what happens to me sometimes. Like when I'm in character mode, and, mm-hmm. and of course it's not like to the level of Betty, but just like as an MC, a DJ, you know. You take on different qualities that, like,
0: fit the character.
1: So, like, yeah, it's easier to be in this character and be like, I can get away with murder almost. Because, like, Mm -hmm. I'm not me, right? Like, I'm the character. Yes.
0: I I do think I fully lean into that. And I can also... It's going to sound so stereotypical, drag queen, but I can live out the fantasy. So I Mm. can... It is. So... I promise this is related. But... (laughs) Um, A drag queen with attention spans issues comes onto the podcast. Um, But there is this misconception. And I say that because many, many people have said it to me in person, um, especially like at Twist, I, I do do Stonewall Sports, so I'm in that queer community. Oh, yeah, that we're saying
2: community. the name of the bar now.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> he started okay, it. first of all, first of all,
2: if it.
1: you're in Cleveland and you, like, first of all, our base is Cleveland, there's only one gay club people think about in Cleveland, and that is the gay club. Like, you know, I mean, sure, if you're, you know, in the scene, you know a couple more, but, like... <laughs> by the way, I did find you on Facebook, and I added you as a friend, but then the picture's... Gorgeous. I mean, but yes, you know, the work. First of all, the Gorgeous. work. I mean, hours to yeah. make those looks. I mean, I can't imagine doing that myself. So yeah,
0: it is exhausting. Yeah, but worth oh, it. You have really good in the,
1: your cover photo.
0: Really good, what? Your thighs look great. In your cover I thought that's what right. I am going to exit this at, at podcast first, I, while you two. Um, <laughs> I, see, I thought. See, it's happening again. You
1: know I'm, I'm the problem. <laughs> Here we
0: go. I, at first, I was hoping you said eyes. I was like, thank you. Yeah. And then, I mean, well, my, no, no. my you thighs were, you are up. My eyes are up. It was Arden. It was a picture of
1: Arden's yes. thighs, let me say, for the record. Hey.
0: Um, oh, I'm just okay, a thigh okay. I'm, I'm a thigh, not as
1: offended anymore. I'm a thigh enthusiast. I'm a thigh enthusiast. I'm an enthusiast thigh. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Enthusiast. Um, <laughs> I was trying to get there. It oh, just, I, wasn't I love a good portmanteau. I'm <laughs> here for it. Yes. yes. But um, anyway, back to yeah. reality.
2: So I've actually done drag before. Wait, what?
1: I have. When was this? A few
2: times. Um, I worked at a bar back in Columbus, and uh, I did the turnabout show a few times. Pics or it
1: didn't happen. Where's the pics?
2: They well. They're gone now. <laughs> Why did they die? Like, because, were they Mike, because Mikey in a burned fire? them. Because because, because Mikey went into education and didn't want them popping up. Oh so, yeah. yeah. So
1: they. are You gone were smarter now. than uh, yeah. George Santos. You got rid of all the evidence.
0: You know it.
3: <laughs> yep.
1: And that was a really good political. Someone joke. has it.
0: Somewhere. Love it. But
2: <laughs> comment
1: below something. if you yeah. have pics okay. of
2: So yes. So I've done drag. So I, the feeling of being in drag, I can relate to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is like a Wonder Woman belt mm, that yes. you put on. Well, and So, it's like power.
0: For sure. And Well, and it's funny because I did musical theater my whole life. I went to school to pursue opera. Like I'm used yeah. to being on stage. That was natural for me. Right. Uh very long story short, there was actually several several years where I had um neurological damage and lost function in my larynx. So I couldn't, oh, gosh. that's why I didn't end up pursuing opera full yeah. time because I couldn't sing for a couple of years. Mm. Um, I, and I had trouble actually speaking at some point. Wow. So my personality actually shifted. Mm. So Arden became much more quiet. And now Betty's known as one of the very few singing Queens in Cleveland. So like she's back in the limelight. So I get a little bit of that back. Um, but you think out of drag, it would be a little more natural for me. But with Betty, I can also take, to reference my point from before, um, so I'm in like bartending at the gay bar, doing Stonewall sports. I'm in all these queer groups surrounded by queer people all the time. And the number of people who will come up to me and say things like, oh, you must be getting dick left and right. Oh. People must be all over you, which makes my self-confidence even worse because I'm like, you know that that gift where she's like where where yeah. are they mm-hmm, like, that's, but where? Where that's are they? because
2: are they saying it to betty or are they no, saying, it saying it to no they're saying it to arden oh
0: okay which and even before i did dragon before i came out as nonbinary they were saying oh like guys must be all over you and i'm like no one will Give me the time of day, yeah. like, it, which
1: you're but, like Paula but, Cole. Where where are they all gone? Like where are they?
0: Yeah, <laughs> but, but that, we're
1: all feeling like that, which is really interesting. <laughs> like, what's with this society that's like <laughs> always like we the three of us? Let's say the three of us go to brunch together, and like it's you know all these people are like, oh my god, the three of you are so ha-, you know so handsome, so beautiful, so talented. Like you'll, you'll you're getting it. Why are you single? Like and it's like
0: I
2: hate that. Question. Oh my god, the why are you
1: single question. Don't get me started.
0: But like you're right, people <laughs> are saying these things, and it's like. Then why are well, we and then, here? And then you, you really throw them for a loop and they're like, why are you trying to? <laughs> well, why not you, huh? <laughs> no, but again, <laughs> Arden, Arden would never, but Betty would. But so when I'm in drag too, I take these, I don't want to say fallacies, but like yeah. these things that people are saying about me that I wish were true, mm. I guess. Mm. um, Like to feel that desired and... Betty just knows she's that desired. So I'll joke about it. I'll yeah. use that as a personality trait that like, Oh yeah, I'm in command of every man in this room mm-hmm. and it works, but then it doesn't because I take off the wig yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> or it falls off accidentally depending, <laughs> on, <laughs> depending on the day as
2: you're doing a jump split, you yeah. know, it just falls off. Yeah. Yes. All right. Interesting. Um, so Dating, uh, dating, yeah, the D word, the D word, yes. So, I don't know if you want to share a dating story
1: or stories. I mean, we're yes, mentors for stories, so
0: I wasn't gonna go right for the jugular, but I think, <laughs> but listen, my most, but I, I, th- we're I, not
2: naming names. We've been yes, building yes, up yes, the jugular yes, for know sure. We yeah. will,
0: we will keep the anonymity, but yeah, um, I think of this story in particular because I think it's so potent for not only hopefully the trans and non-binary folks who are listening to this who might have a similar experience but also um, when y'all were prepping me for this podcast like giving me ideas for the questions that you would ask um, I actually posed the questions to my Instagram followers like to all my trans friends if you're willing like what has your experience been with these sort of things And I would, I shared all of the answers anonymously. Yeah. And I had cis gay men responding like, I've never thought about these things. So Mm -hmm. like, can you
1: share? I would love to. I don't know if you've kept them or if you could just recall, like.
0: It, it it was very different experiences because it was all different walks of people under the trans umbrella. So it was like people whose experiences I haven't shared or like my experiences they haven't shared. Um. But just, I guess rather let me let me go into my story because I'm gonna yeah. try to remember and I'm not going to. <laughs> That's okay. So, <laughs> although I did, if I if I can start with some levity, I was gonna come in guns blazing, mm. um, and I'm in a much better mood because I went on a first date yesterday <gasps> and it was wonderful okay well,
1: tell us everything yes okay so <laughs> i can't believe you first of all when i asked earlier how's everyone's dating life Wait, going this was kept we need for me the medicine <laughs> and this and then 40 the sugar. 40 minutes into okay. this podcast and it's finally coming out like oh my gosh this is what we're here for okay
2: we need the medicine we need and details then the sugar. we
1: need where um what was the vibe what was like the whole banana uh,
0: okay so i guess i should preface this by saying like we've we've made jokes about Betty getting dick left and right, and Betty a bottom, ha, ha, ha. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, Mama has physical needs. But (laughs) ultimately, I am Mama. um, And the physical needs are cookies and milk. (laughs) (laughs) A healthy amount of protein and fat, a serving of fruit every day. And
1: good skincare.
0: But... So, of course, I'm also seeking for, hoping for that. Mm -hmm. And not... Getting anywhere near as much of that as I would like. But ultimately, I've always been Mm -hmm. relationship-oriented. And listening to a previous episode where you're like, where does that come from? Do we have to unpack that? Right. I grew up with two parents who are married, what, 38 years now. They're still stupid in love with each other and I hate it.
1: Um, (laughs) Get a divorce. (laughs) So
0: that's, so that, but that's what I grew up with. That's the model of relationship that I saw. Mm -hmm. And of course I've thought about this because you start questioning one thing, you question everything. Okay. I'm non-binary. Now do I want a monogamous relationship? Why do I want Mm -hmm. that? And I've explored it and I just, it's what makes me feel like I'm thriving the most. Yeah. Um, And so, and even my best sex has always been within my relationships, so like yeah. i I also know that that comes along with it. Yeah. but so i'm I'm geared much more towards sincere people, even when i'm when I've had hookups, I'm the type of person who will like we're getting undressed, and I'm like, "So what do you do for work? Oh, that's fun. Oh, I love that little piece on your mantle. like I'm <laughs> getting to know yeah. them. I'm like making conversation. I can't make it not a genuine.
1: I know, I'm so bad like I'll say like stupid stuff or like make jokes. Like I think humor and like sexuality is like yes. awesome together. Like because like that tension and that nervousness, like just like being in comfort and like cracking a joke or mm-hmm. I don't know, there's just something about it that I think is Oh, I absolutely. I totally get it.
0: Um but all that to say, ultimately I'm looking for my person and Yeah. So I matched with this Guy on Hinge, actually. Oh. And because I don't know about your experience, but uh, Tinder in Cleveland is poo poo.
2: <laughs> we've talked <laughs> about we've,
0: it. Well, I think it's we, on the scale of trashy
1: to least trashy. We've said that the trashy is like sniffies, sniffles, and then grinder, and then we go Tinder, bumble, then Hinge.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Um, OK,
1: Cupid's irrelevant, I think. I, it's awful as well. But. Yeah.
0: No, it could be good, but nobody uses it. Um, (laughs) But so I matched with this guy on Hinge, and I've fallen into the trap of I never message first anymore because I'm sick of putting in the effort for men that don't want to put in the effort for me. So I'm like, you give me a little bit of effort, I'll give it right back. But at this point, I'm like, I need to weed out the people who aren't going to try. And he messaged me, and the first message was, you just seem like a really... Wholesome, genuine person, and I would love to get to know you over coffee. That was the first message, and I was just like, "Damn, be still my heart." Um, Are you
1: visiting? Are you not local? (laughs) I know the local scene. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: that's what you you find. I'm from from Michigan. I'm from Chicago. I'm from Buffalo. (laughs) Anyway, I'm just in
0: town for the holiday. A local, luckily. Great. Um,
1: this is where I flip the table.
0: <laughs> but, um, and leading right into it, yeah. Um, demisexual do oh. not identify as gay. Nice. He's, like, he's like, I like who I like. And, and who should I we put
1: for just for the record, demisexual is and I, I people should. who
2: are sexually attracted to Demi Lovato. Oh Demi- my god!
1: <laughs> Cancel Mikey. It's <laughs> attracted to person, not personality, but like like mind and.
0: Yes, it's like sexual attraction after you have a connection with the person. Okay, gotcha. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because um, I was like, I know it's kind of, kind of like pansexuality, but like, yeah. yeah. It, I mean, you could be demisexual and straight. Yeah, you could be demisexual and pan.
1: Yeah. Um, Thank you for clarifying yes. for me and the listeners.
0: <laughs> but it was just a wonderful, wholesome conversation. We were just supposed to meet for coffee, and it lasted for seven hours. What? First of all, was this at a
1: coffee shop? Uh Were they trying to kick you out? Was it at a coffee shop? We actually
0: got kicked out. We were there till close. Oh, my gosh. And then we... (laughs) But we... So we sat down. You beat my uh, record. My record for a first
1: date was like three and a half hours, I think.
0: Mm -hmm. Seven. We met at 2.30 and he... Walked me to my apartment at the end, and I got home at like nine thirty, nine forty. Wait a minute, what coffee shops up until nine? Well, no, we got dinner afterwards. Wait, oh my,
1: it was a two-location date.
0: Yeah, it wasn't the plan; it just happened. I've wow. had one of those. Yeah.
1: Um. Oh, so everyone here has seven-hour dates, and that. <laughs> well,
0: and and also this is a little thing, but mm. also, I'm one of those people that like you say my last name the right way and I'm like, I'm in love with you. We're going to get married. Like it, does, it, it doesn't take much.
2: You have the slightest bit of intelligence. <laughs> yes, yes. It's on.
0: Right. It's but the little things. Like right off the my bat, name. I knew it was going to go well because I was on the bus on the way to the coffee shop and he messaged me and he said, how do you take your cold brew? Because in my hinge bio, it says like, a way you can win me over is with a surprise cold brew. <gasps> so he actually read all of my information and planned the date According to what I said, I was interested in. Is this, and is that this is, a
1: robot? Is this a is this a Elon <laughs> Musk invention right now?
0: I think he was real.
1: <laughs> That's when, like you find out like you know tomorrow like it was right. all big government. I like,
0: may have been hallucinating. <laughs> who's to say? I just love like the
1: idea. We cut to you on that bus, right? You're like, whoa! <laughs> and, like you at the coffee shop below, talking to yourself, like,
0: yes, wow. And it was just even
1: half of that, I'd be like, wow, I meow. know, like. Wow!
0: Right, the bare minimum is really the new bar. That the that bare is minimum is the
1: sexy. Bare, I, mean, I know. The Bare minimum is sexy. I'm gonna say it here first. You do a little
2: okay. bit, but it's on.
0: it was it was nice because like the converse, we just accidentally talked for seven hours, and he, <laughs> I think it's like
1: we accidentally talked for seven hours. Like that just happens, like not like all the time.
0: Evidently, mm-hmm. um, but then he like kept making it a point to say like. I felt very comfortable with you. Like, I enjoyed your presence as a person. I can't wait to do these things with you that we talked about Ah, in our conversations.
1: Planning ahead? Yeah. He
0: he wants to, like, start sewing together because I make (gasps) drag costumes and he wants to make his own clothes. So you're going to get, like,
1: a cottage in the middle of the forest? And, like, very Disney? Not
0: not great for a drag career, but... (laughs) Yeah, it was it was lovely and it was refreshing because this is the first time in a very long time where one my gender did not matter at all in the conversation. Didn't come up at all. It came. We talked about it, but it was not like a he didn't he didn't have to put any thought into it. Yeah, which was so refreshing. But then also it was so sincere. Like it was just very wholesome, and he was very upfront with how he felt about Mm -hmm. me and. It was extremely refreshing.
1: Did you make
3: plans?
0: Yeah. What's the status? Have you talked
1: today? Like, has there been a little follow up? There was a
0: follow up this morning. Um, <laughs> it's
1: like like we went to the doctor. It's like I got the follow up from
0: the. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I got I got the diagnosis. <laughs> it came back negative. We're all good. <laughs> no, and no, he texted me this morning and just said, just wanted to say how great yesterday was again. I can't wait to share space with you. Have fun on the podcast tonight. <sighs> Because I told him I was going to be talking about all of this. Excuse me,
2: I think I have a noose in my bathroom. I'll be right back.
0: I'm just gonna like Aww. I'm just gonna grab this bottle of moscato, and uh, there might be a razor blade
1: in the bathroom. We'll see.
0: Um, wow. Well, do you want me to cut to the to the to the bad news now? Oh, Uh-oh. to the story I actually wanted to tell. Right. So, yeah.
1: Well, now that we've talked about so. Okay, so first of all, keep us posted in the comments section about this, but. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. I'm really glad because, like, I feel like I recently... We talked about this, I think, on episode one, Mikey. I recently met someone who was out of town at Twist. I know, it all comes back to Twist. Yes. And we had, like, three or four little dates while they were here for a week. And it was like, I've never done that before. And, you know, they moved. They didn't move. But, like, they went back to where they're currently living because they're from here. And I didn't feel that sad about it.
0: It was just nice to, like, note that I could have a connection or, like, nice to feel that, like... That... Well, and that has so much value as long as you know that that's what it is. Yeah. So I had a similar experience. I went to Chicago for the first time a couple years ago, two two three years ago. And both nights I was there, I spent the night at this guy's house that I just met and now we like still talk and yeah. mm-hmm. but and nothing has happened since then, but those two nights I'm there cuddling with this man in Chicago who just really enjoyed my presence and like yeah. knowing that it wasn't going to go anywhere. It was still so nice.
1: Well, and what's crazy is, like, I don't know if I feel like it won't go anywhere, but just that feeling of, like, like having those moments, like, what you had yesterday with, like, it was this long date, but it was so great, and there was, like, great chat, and, like, the things that, like, matter, quote, to some people didn't matter in this conversation, and, like, the the follow-up text, like, I don't know. It just, it brings that, like, it's like a rush of air. It's like spring has arrived, and most dates are, like, winter is here. (laughs) (laughs) So... Anywho, I'm so excited. So good luck.
0: Thank you. Yeah.
1: Don't burn it down. Don't, you yeah. nah. <laughs> know, to quote RuPaul, don't fuck it up. <laughs> but okay, tell us a story that you were going to come with originally. Though.
0: Yes, yes. Um, So I have only been in one labeled relationship since I've come out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that, I came out in, I guess I would have been, what, twenty. 20, Probably. 2021, mm-hmm. 2020. We'll take your word for it. Sure. <laughs> I don't, it all blurs together. But oh, yeah. COVID
1: days. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: But, uh, so I was, it wasn't a very long relationship. It was about four months. Um, and I could feel that something was off. I thought that maybe like a break was coming or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I, I want to share this story both because I have a very strong perspective on it, but I want to hear... The perspective of the cis men in the room. Oh, okay.
1: So I'm getting my gavel and my judge rope ready for judgment. Okay.
0: So in the breakup conversation, he said, you're literally what I envision my perfect partner to be. Okay. I love spending time with you. I love doing things with Mm -hmm. you, being in public with you, sharing these experiences
1: I'm waiting for the butt
0: (laughs) and also had a lot of good things to say about my physical body. So like that wasn't an issue either, but he said, I can't see myself being intimate with you because you're trans. Oh, and this was even more potent because I started the relationship by saying I've been sort of conditioned since I came out multiple men in a row have unintentionally, probably, hopefully, conditioned me to believe that I'm not worthy of intimacy. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: whether it was because of a totally unrelated issue where these people were interested in me but they never actually pursued it, or people that turned me down just for that reason. Yeah. I'm like, so this is something. So like, if I seem like I'm more upset than I should be related to intimacy issues, it's because like I've put too much of my self-worth into this. Yeah. That I've kind of been taught that I don't deserve this. And then that's the reason he broke up with me.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: So here are my thoughts, and then I want to know what you (laughs) have to do. And just, I want to clarify the
1: length of the relationship, and this is a cis gay man. Correct. Yeah. And how long was the relationship?
0: Uh, We were seeing each other about uh, four or five months. Oh. Yeah. That's that's time. That's the thing. You didn't figure that out at the beginning? (laughs) Yeah. I was... you you Around. saw this you saw all of this.
1: I, I want to hear yeah. before we go into the the next. Well, episode, I mean, like, I was there. want to hear like, when the, this all happened. The, yes. the, the closeout of the story. So, first, yeah.
0: From what I can see, there are two possibilities of why this happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first possibility, and this one seems less likely to me, because then every nice thing he said would have been a lie. But it's possible. That because he also shared with me that I was one of the only people in his life he could fully trust. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: So did he just pursue me because I was the person who could give him what he needed? Okay. Okay. Even if he wasn't as attracted to me or invested in me as he thought he was. Or option number two, Mm -hmm. was it just transphobia? Hmm. Because if you're, again, I said this earlier, if you're physically attracted to me, if you're intelligently attracted Intellectually attracted to me. (laughs) I'm smart. (laughs) We got you. If you're emotionally (laughs) invested in me, just the fact that I use they, them pronouns was the reason that you couldn't see yourself being with me. Yeah. Just that I identify as trans. Mm
2: Yeah.
0: And... And had you guys been physically intimate? Barely.
3: Okay. Okay. So... I... If
2: I share this, I just need to preface that I hope that the person who listens to this and knows who it is doesn't feel bad. But I was in a similar situation, and it was going in the direction of actually being my person. Yeah. I We were together for about four months, so... It's about the same length It is length the same time. person. I'm, I'm going to... It's not... No, no, no. It's a different <laughs> no, person. No, I know. I'm
1: just like, oh, can you imagine? It's a different it's a person. Same, same guy over and over again. But like, what is he doing? No.
2: We... He lived... It was a long distance thing for a while, but... I mean, he lived in Canada. That's enough. We were... So. It was... I mean, it was a relationship. It was... Mm. We were together. Like, we said he loved... We loved each other. Wow. But Um, at the end of the day... I couldn't make it work. I was not just physically attracted to him. So it was like, I have these feelings for you of love, affection, and I love being around you. I just couldn't bring myself to take it there. Mm. That was probably me too. Cause I've been dealing with lots of things uh, with my sexuality for the yeah. past as long as I can remember. Yeah. We'll probably have to talk about it in a different episode. <laughs> this is that's yeah. why
1: this yeah. is a 5,000 part series. Right. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. But <laughs> Buckle up.
2: I identify as a side. Mm-hmm. So, Yes. Every relationship since then has mm-hmm. been affected by the fact that I assumed that eventually I would have to do that.
1: And for those who don't know, a side is, it it pairs with an entree, um, usually a side salad or maybe a vegetable situation. It is Uh,
2: someone who, (laughs)
1: um, but it's, (laughs) but it's also used um, in the, thanks for taking my cue. You're welcome. But it's also used in the, the um, you know, the LGBT community, um, top, bottom. I think a lot of people are familiar with top and bottom. You know, top is uh, the one who gets it and uh, bottom is the one who takes it. And then verse obviously is a yeah. mixture. Um, but side is, you know, outside of the, I almost said the uh, anal spectrum. <laughs> which, true. I guess true. The spectrum of anal. Um, there are shades of anal. <laughs> I'll put that on a t shirt. I'm outside the anal spectrum. But, no, I mean, and I think um, what I'm happy about That's is – the next Target Pride collection. <laughs> <laughs> Can I design it? Can that be our first official piece of merch for this podcast?
2: Oh, they're um, going to pull it right before Pride, too. No, they're yeah. going to put it on.
1: Uh, but, no, I mean, I think what's nice is that um, we've been able to have that recent, like, discourse. Yeah. Like, I feel like I only knew about Side, like, a year and a half ago. I think Grinder yeah. put it as a pro- – like, And new. it was, I think, a really good moment because, yes. like, a lot of people were like – Phew! Like yeah. I don't like doing butt stuff. You know, yeah. butt stuff can be great. It can be fun. Yes. It can be wet and messy and awful and unplanned and planned. And, <laughs> Not wet, um, yeah. Mikey. I mean, let me tell. Are we you.
0: all? Are we all familiar with the Trixie Mattel quote? No. What is <laughs> it? Bottoms be like, "Ooh, I'm so wet, baby." That's shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. But. Going back to this point, yeah, how, dirty, we, how dirty can we be on this podcast? Yeah, oh, no, you're good. I mean, we're right we,
3: our. We, we're, yeah, explicit, I put the explicit yeah, on every yeah. episode. Okay, like, okay, I don't even okay, care. Okay. We're talking about like random. I
1: told
2: my mom and my aunt not to listen. So, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I didn't tell my mom and not to listen, but hey, mom, yeah. if you're this far, please. Uh, um, but yeah. no, I mean, I'm so glad that we can have that discourse that, like, yeah. you know, sex is not penetrative, just penetrative. Sex is not just anal, like, yeah. you know, especially like for straight. Straight people, like straight women, like I think like mm-hmm. they're coming around too. It's like, oh my God, it's not yeah. just like a dick in me. It's, right. It is more, it is spiritual. It can be, you know, athletic. It can be funny. It can be stupid sex. Like right. it, it's not as easy as saying A to B. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really glad that like we're coming around on that yeah. a little bit.
2: So it was uh, just to come back to responding to you. Um, It was a, yeah. So the reasons why I had to end it were the way it happened. But someone can fall in love with you, but it just isn't going to work out for whatever reason.
3: Well,
0: and that, you know, and I, I know that to be true. Yeah. Like I don't want to, I don't want to deny anyone. Like yeah. if it's not working, please end it. Like, right. That's worse than trying to stay in it. Yeah. But I guess where my confusion comes in, and this is a constant conversation is yeah. that he would go out of his way to also compliment my physical body.
1: Yeah, that is interesting.
0: It was yeah. just, I can't imagine myself being intimate with a trans person. And for those of you who don't know me, I have no body modifications whatsoever. No. My transness is how I present yeah. and how I, the energy I give off. Right. Um, and I was like, I mm-hmm. said this in the moment, I'm like at the, I apologize if I sound crude. Yeah. But when I'm naked in my bedroom that is the least trans I am right so why is that the issue and so I think where I took more where I've been having a harder time with it it was just the idea Mm -hmm. of my transness it was not the transness itself I would
2: say that's right yeah I have a couple I mean I can't read his mind but I have to agree with that and of course
0: I I will also throw in the disclaimer that I for better or worse always assume the best in people so I'm not Trying to say no. that this person is evil or whatever. No, 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 no. But, but I have not come to terms with this, yeah. with how it ended. Right. A couple questions.
1: Was he up front in the beginning? Like when you guys started to like hang out, like was he upfront about like, I'm not sure, like I've never dated someone in this. Like I, where was the uh, comfort level or the like, you know, clear the air situation? Was there one?
0: I don't recall that there was. Okay. I mean, I was out well before he had even met me. So he, and I was, I had a drag career hosting shows and everything Mm -hmm. before he had even met me. So like he, he knew who I was Mm -hmm. and he pursued me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course I, the the night he actually asked me out, I was in drag actually. Um, But like I was being flirty with him, but he asked me out. And so I think it was, like, a, a mutual effort, but it wasn't like I... At no
1: point did he say, you know, I actually never have dated someone who's non-binary. I've never dated, like, none of I that. I mean,
0: I knew that to be okay. true. Okay, I knew that to be true.
1: So at no point did he give you any indication that, like, it could turn out the way it did.
0: Correct. And uh, I think and that's a mistake, because mm-hmm. he should
1: have he should have been communicating, like, you know, this this is uncharted territory. Like, as much as, like, I want to respect you and I want to... Go down this journey, like this journey.
0: You know, it could end up not well, working. As right? well as me leading with that conversation. Yeah. I, like I said, I went into the relationship saying this is a problem I've faced. Mm-hmm. I faced. St- I, I, le- I, I led you enough with to that. like
1: shrug it off at the time, or you know, maybe that honeymoon stage of like, no, no. it's not. Like, don't worry about it. Which, like, we all—I mean, we have all done to a different extent. but mm-hmm. um, And I guess another question is, like, sexually. Were they a bit more of a top or a bottom? Because I do know some people who are like bottom. If I'm a bottom, yeah, no, say no, oh, okay.
2: Because
1: okay. some sometimes people won't bottom. Like they're like, no, no, you to bottom. If if you're going to top me, you have to be a big strong man to top me. Like like almost like this weird like Damo masculine matrix. So now they weren't.
0: No, he was exclusively a top. Oh, <gasps> really? 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 Which
1: I would think. <laughs> <laughs> I like, like how we're all like, what? What?
0: <laughs> well, and. Because I would have well, thought I, if he
1: was a bottom, like, he would be like, well.
0: Well, and I, I could, I could totally see yeah. that. Yeah. Um, Not that I'm saying and, you're even a bottom, but well, just and that's, like
1: that idea. The, the like, thing,
0: so here's the thing about me. I'm an open book. I have nothing to hide. I will tell everybody everything about myself. Yeah. Um, so let's be perfectly clear. Yes, my name is Betty Bottom because another ex came up with that name and I, I ran with it. But. I am not exclusively yeah. a bottom. I prefer to. Yeah. Most of the time, I do, and then sometimes I'm like, in an "Ooh, I want a top tonight." Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, I would like a starfish. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: yeah, so that's
1: that's interesting because I would have thought if he was a bottom, he's like, "No, like I just don't. I I don't. You know, I I only would want like a masculine." thing a creature i don't know i have masculine creature like but some, some bigfoot's gonna walk yeah. in here but yeah. I, I know that that's been a case so huh
2: hmm the more you know
1: you should have just you know what you should have done you should have been like let me pull out a timed and true true thing which is the the grapefruit technique oh my because that might have been like enough to just be like you know what maybe i could make this work yeah let's change this yeah you like that
0: <laughs> you like that grapefruit technique? the one way
2: that you can please your man let's get a grapefruit
1: <laughs> a nice big one if anyone has
2: not is that seen what that i've that been video, doing
0: we figured it out yeah that's what i've been doing wrong this whole time maybe grapefruit. you gotta like fruit get play the, get, dip the toes in with the grapefruit
1: technique and then you got them then you got him, but oh my. So have you? Okay, so since it ended, and yeah. it, what's crazy too is that I agree with you. It was weird to be like, yeah, I'm not physically attracted to you, but here's all
0: these compliments
1: of like physical attraction. Mm-hmm. Like that, that seems like it's
0: what I. Which is why I say I think he was physically attracted to me. Yeah, I think it was just the concept.
1: Yeah. Oh my goodness. Do That's so interesting. Did you talk since? Has there been
0: any, just like any conversation,
1: so, any seeing them in public?
0: I, and I, I feel really bad about this because there are very few of my exes. I mean, I don't have a ton, but there, <laughs> it's like we open
1: the door and like 40 people
0: come
3: in. There <laughs> are very, Here are your exes. There are,
0: very few, there are very few of them that I don't speak to. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I maintain a good relationship with almost all of them. Mm-hmm. Even if there's a period where, we have to take a break from yeah. being in each other's lives. Um, it's almost almost always a cordial. And I do feel really bad about this. Um, he has tried to reach out since, and I told him not to talk to me. Mm. Because, again, I haven't...
1: Recovered over it.
0: Re- I haven't recovered from that. And, you know, when he broke up with me, he's like, I don't want to lose you in my life. Like, I do love spending time with you. I still want to, like do all these things with you. And I just said, we can't date mm-hmm. after we break up. Yeah. Wow. Like, like I
1: need some time before I can pursue yeah. a relationship. And I guess the, the biggest
0: yeah. thing that I had to come to terms with and that I kind of had to put my, my foot down was that in that scenario, mm-hmm. I was giving him what he needed mm. and he was not giving me what I needed. yeah It was, I was kind of, I felt like I was being, and this has This has happened several times where men who are not actually equipped or ready to date me seriously will tell me how much they like me and keep me around because I will give them what they're seeking mm. and I will never get it back. Mm-hmm. This has happened to me several times, and that's a me problem.
3: <laughs> that's something
0: I need to work on. Yeah. but so i i I could totally see us like. Being Being cordial and being friends in the future. Right. But it was kind of like, well, at this point you found the one wound I have, made it worse. And then you're asking me to still be there for you. And I can't, I don't have the ability to do that.
1: Do you think for him, is this going to be like a lifelong block? Or is this something that like, you think maybe he could change his viewpoint? Or maybe altogether, you're like, I don't care. Like, I'm over it, over it. Like, don't. Like, we could be friends maybe in the future, but, like, I don't want to go down any road with you. Because, like, that's how I would be. I would be, like, even if there was potential in the future, like, you have proven to, like, you know, have too much freedom with me almost. And yeah.
2: it's, like, so I, I don't know. Where do you, where do it you c- think it could,
0: about it? I could certainly see it changing. And I think closer to the breakup, I was, like, oh, yeah, if this were to change down the road, like, I would still pursue it. Because I I yeah. I did love him and I wanted to have him in my life. But um, as much as I hate to admit when my mother is right, Mm. she once said to me when I tried to get back together with an ex, Mm. she's like, your ex is for a reason. Yep. And it never worked out. I say that. Every time. She's like, you didn't work out for a reason. A break is one thing. Yeah. But to go through a full breakup and then say, maybe this will work the second time. Yeah. Is generally not the case.
1: It's, you know, I kind of agree with that. But sometimes, like, I do think there are situations where, like, it maybe it was a situation. You know, we were in college. We were young. We were, you know, I was focused on this and I wasn't focused on, like, having a relationship. So I think that there are cases where, like, you know, two exes can work it out and, like, come back. But no, I know what you mean. I mean, usually there is a good reason. And, like, sleeping dogs should just mm-hmm. sleep. So. But. Do you have any more questions for Arden while we're here? Sure.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean. Go for it. I wish that those stories had been flipped. Maybe we can do it in post.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or um, or real quick, because let's be real. You had an amazing first date. Yeah. We need to keep posted on this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes you got to go through those bad relationships, those bad situationships, you know, bad ships in the harbor right. to get to where you are, which is they're getting you cold brew. They're yeah. texting you about <laughs> having a and good And y'all are day. hyping me
0: up. My, my friends are like, glad it went well. It was a first date. Calm down. Sure.
1: <laughs>
3: but no, yeah.
1: not all first dates are equal. I mean, there is no is- Brown versus the Board of Education for first dates. There are, <laughs> which is a good history reference. But um, no, there are. First of all, I don't even think, like, I don't know about you guys, but um, and I, I should say you, everyone. But i sorry about using you guys. Um, but everyone, I feel like I probably of all of my dates, first dates, 85% of first dates don't go well. Then it's like 15, well, out of the 15 that go better than, you know, that, only like two or 3% are like, oh my God, like this was a really good first date. Mm-hmm. So like, it doesn't happen often. Yeah. Which like, not to say, you know, things could curtail, you know, we have sure. all been there where mm-hmm. it's good and it's not. But no, you got to celebrate when you have a good first date, you got to celebrate.
2: that. Yeah. See, the thing is, I've had that seven hour date, you know, <laughs> recently.
1: What? Yes. What was this? It was in
2: like. November. Oh,
1: my gay word. So I didn't I know about So
2: I had that this. date. I had the coffee. I had the no. going to eat. I is it the, the same
0: person again? I'm It's small. not. It's a oh, different
2: okay. person, Matt.
0: I guarantee it's a different person. It's a different person. I
2: mean, I don't know. But yes. It was the coffee. So it I was eating of food and then going home. And then... What happened? What happens when you go home with someone? Oh,
0: no? <laughs> okay. Oh, so you bum-rushed like it, literally. Mm. I would like to point out, because this this was the joke amongst my friends... That my date was very wholesome. He walked me to my apartment. He didn't even take me up to the uh-huh. front door. Didn't he's hug like, you, didn't he's kiss like, he because uh-huh. like, I told him about my dog. I have a lovely little pug mix named Phineas. Oh, and great. he's like, I want to meet Phineas. You pick the next time when we do that. <gasps> like he was very yeah. much like, I want this to happen mm-hmm. tonight's not the night. I'm gonna my go play D and D. You have fun.
2: Well, mine was the night, so <laughs> we had relations anyway. So that's what so, brought yeah. the
0: camel's back, though?
1: Just like it was treated as a hookup, not an actual... No, 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 no. Blew it was back? because we
2: hung out after that before.
1: No, we <laughs> you hung out. the camel's side? <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, keep Mikey. going. Okay. We love Just you, the we're butt
2: outside. of everyone's joke, anyway.
1: anyway <laughs> right. well, more oh. like the lack of butt of the joke, But <laughs> there. <laughs> Thank you
2: so much for joining us tonight. No, no, no! <laughs> Continue,
1: I wanted to... No, we're not... Like, okay. Yeah. Okay,
2: but yeah, it... Um, yeah, we hung out again, but then both of us stopped texting cold. I actually it was love the weirdest thing. No,
0: like, I love when it that It was happens. going great. A mutual freeze? But th- that means it Shuts It wasn't kiss. meant to be. Yeah, I know. There for either I love yeah. I would
1: rather have a mutual freeze than a one-sided freeze. A mutual freeze. Oh yeah. my god. Perfect. It was
2: the holidays. You know? Who has time to We're keep... We're just feeling so
0: festive. I was
2: feeling festive and <laughs> couldn't keep up with it. I don't yeah. know. But yeah. So yeah, definitely when you have those amazing dates, mm-hmm. make sure you just
3: yeah. I have a question. Remember for that
2: Arden they have yeah, from yes. the
1: press box. Um from the press box. What should what are some things that cis gay men like Mikey and I, what what should we know about the experiences that you've had or other um trans non-binary people have had in the dating mm-hmm. community? Like what can we do to be better? And maybe even for listeners out there who maybe also are struggling with I don't know if I could date x could date y or you know i've never been in that situation like what are some things Mm -hmm. that you know we should be aware of or you know be doing even
0: um so i think one good thing and like i i do a lot of this myself is when you say that like when you say i don't i couldn't see myself dating x y unpack it Mm. like ask ask like keep Mm -hmm. asking why yeah um, so for me, like, when I say I'm largely attracted to men, but it, my attraction has expanded a little bit, I had to say, why am I only attracted to men? Mm-hmm. Is that real? Is do, do, Have I, like, prescribed something for myself? Yeah. Um, and I think that can be pretty universal when you're saying... Even the type of... Even if you only... If you're a gay man and you continue to only date cis men ask yourself why am i only going after this one type of man yeah why am i like i noticed at one point that i was only interested in and pursuing like classically handsome conventionally attractive white men Mm -hmm. so now i'm like my friends will say he's so hot and i said he's a white man with a beard right show me something else right like i need i need more than that yeah um (laughs) So, like, just unpacking, okay, I see this pattern, mm-hmm. or, like, someone to ask me this question, just actually think about it. Yeah. Like, why am... Why couldn't I date a non-binary person? And to me, again, maybe it's just my experience being all sorts of queer, but if you're interested in someone, mm-hmm. just pursue it. Don't ask questions. Yeah. Don't say, I can't pursue you because of this reason. If you're interested... Try, yeah. mm-hmm. learn, explore.
2: Yeah. There's nothing wrong with getting to know someone. You know, there's no no one's gonna get hurt by starting a conversation. Yeah. You know, I think there's even also, exploring that just a tiny bit. Yeah. You know, and stretching what your comfort zone might be just for a moment yeah Yeah.
1: sorry i'm so bad i thought every time you paused i thought that was it um and to go off of that too i think there's a lot of pressure on like binary right like oh well gay straight male female Mm -hmm. um loud quiet i mean and i think sometimes you have to be more open to no no it's it's more complex than that it's there's more dynamics whether it's personality whether it is You know, sexual orientations, uh, gender expression, and yeah, I think that we we, it's easier to say, I like X, but I think trying to be more open in the process, um, and not only does it strengthen your sexuality, but you never know who you meet, whether Mm -hmm. that does lean into something romantic, or even just, you know, a good friendship, etc., or, you know, a bang-bang-ship, because, you know... (laughs) That's even harder that to romp, find, too. It's a good bang-bang shift, I believe. A bang, bang but, shift. but um, yeah. you know, to go off of that, too. I
0: absolutely agree with that. And maybe this is a problematic opinion of mine. Come at me. But <laughs> I firmly believe that most straight-identifying people and most gay-identifying people are somewhere on the spectrum. Yeah. They are not straight or gay. And it's just the fact that we've locked into these ideas of, I'm a straight man. Yeah. So I can only date a cis woman. I'm a gay man. I only date men. And think about like pre modern society. Everyone was just fucking. Yeah. <laughs> truly. <laughs> no, truly. it was. It and was. Like, true. And, yeah. there's and whole, then they were lying, that, like, oh. And of course, there's that whole conversation about how non binary and trans people used to be like celebrated and like the yeah. leaders mm-hmm. and the, you know, and, Now we've flipped the script, but I firmly believe that the labels took over Mm -hmm. and that Mm -hmm. there'd be much more flexibility in most people if we kind of shook that.
1: Oh, yeah, there's actually some data that suggests that maybe upwards of 70% of people are actually bisexual to some degree. Yes, I believe Um, that. You know, but, like, we're just trained and taught to, you know, suppress, and, of course, like, the binary. No, you're either gay or straight. Even right now, like, our poor bi and pan communities are under a lot of fire because... Well no, like if you're if you're a, a bi guy, you're just gay, but you're just trying to like half it and then you know, oh, if you're a bi woman, you know, no, like you're straight, you're just looking for attention. Like, there's so much attacks on those people to this day. Yeah. Which is i which is I mean,
0: which and I ugh. again, this is something that I'm not going to speak on because I am not part of the binary trans community. Yeah. But I wonder if that's also why Betty is more approachable or more desired. I possibly than Arden is because she's just a woman
1: very crystal clear she is a a
0: pretty lady Mm -hmm. people don't know what to do with me yeah Mm -hmm. which sounds so strange but like I I'm somewhere on the spectrum and Betty's not she's just she's just a woman yeah It's yeah. a really sad
1: note to end the interview on, but really powerful. <laughs> and yeah. I appreciate you coming and sharing your story. Right, yeah, um, we're gonna bring it up towards the end because we've talked about a lot of fun, sad, motivational, positive, erg, uh, things. So Arden, we close out every episode with um, an affirmation and a pickup line. So the affirmation's a little cheesy, but I got the pickup line. Oh, so. oh, you're you're locked and loaded. Okay, I do. So today's affirmation. Doo-doo-doo. I trust the journey of love, and know that the right person will come into my life at the perfect time.
0: If only, if only I could just sit here
1: trusting. Doesn't it make it seem like you're just sitting on your couch, like, "No, I trust it. Uh-huh. I trust it. I just trust." It makes it seem like it's just gonna fall in your lap. You gotta be a little more active than that, I think. Oh, right? Yeah, I hate the whole like,
0: don't. Don't try so hard. It'll come to you. No. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going to get what I want. Open the I don't believe any
2: message that you could buy on some wooden plank <laughs> at Pottery Barn. You know, like, let love go, love go and let go.
3: <laughs>
1: I think if we, were, if we yeah. were to edit this, it would be, I don't trust the journey of love. And I know that <laughs> maybe the right person will come into my life, probably at a terrible time. <laughs> That's probably more accurate of an affirmation, so. Gee, uh, yeah. Mikey, hit us with a pickup line, that we can use yes. a twist. Um,
2: so since we have a guest this evening, mm-hmm. Arden. Yes? Can you guess what my shirt is made out of?
1: It's a polyblend?
2: No, it's boyfriend material. Oh my
0: oh! god! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Does
3: that shrink in the wash? It works.
2: Is that a
1: delicate? Is that delicate? Yeah. Is that available on like Target? The Pride I Collection? I don't
2: know. I found it online. Okay. Yep. Good shirt. And the pickup Looks line, great. Looks Amazon. like a great shirt. I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, wow. What a juicy addition today. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Again, we're going to have to have you in the future because I need to hear about the future of yesterday's first date. hmm You know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether it goes, mm-hmm. you know, down to be, down to clown in a good way or... Up in flames, but uh, we'll see. We're, We're hoping Betty a clown.
2: Year.
0: Wow,
1: well, you know, down to clown. Is that a drag joke? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking like down to clown, like honk, honk, um, <laughs> spritz, spritz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right scripts. well you know where to find us if you want more information you can go to com or at Studios on instagram tiktok all that jazz my personal is at reapstar so if you have any concerns h-r-i-b-s-t-a-r you have comments or you want to be in the hot seat you want to join us for a little chit chat you got a topic or maybe you want to comment on one of the things that we've talked about for next time that we could read live um and mikey is at
2: yeah this old man in uh and next to his cat is named Mikey underscore Sowers on Instagram.
1: And Arden, if people want to catch up, chit chat, look at you. Where can they find you if you are uh, publicly on social media?
0: Yes, so just follow my drag account because I haven't logged into my personal account, in I don't know how long we were talking. You were talking about how tiring social media is. Betty mm. took over. I don't have time for Arden's social media. Yeah. That's too much. Right. <laughs> But uh, I'm Betty underscore a bottom on Instagram. A-B-O-D-D-U-M. Uh, you can find Betty on Facebook, on Twitter. Only... Just kidding. I do not have an OnlyFans. <laughs> I do, I do Only not. Fans. Oh, my God.
1: I literally was like, next topic interview with you? <laughs> uh, a guy
2: actually asked me if I had an OnlyFans at work once. I'm like, just ask me for my number, bitch.
1: I mean, I mean, not going to lie, Mikey, I think you would do really well. I think you'd you'd probably be able to retire in the next decade. If
2: you think I should have an OnlyFans, comment below.
1: <laughs> <laughs> dial one if you think Mikey should have an OnlyFans. Dial two if you think Mikey shouldn't have an OnlyFans. Or maybe dial three if you think Mikey should just upload to Pornhub.com slash gay.
2: Period. All right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us this evening.
0: And thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Good. Peace out. Thanks. Bye.